Hi, I'm Namusa. And I'm Adadana. And this is the Africana Podcast. Now I don't know why, what our words really are. It's okay. We'll make them up. We'll make them up. No one knows what we are saying. But it's right. Feed the world. Let them know it's Christmas time. I hate that song <laughs> and everything it represents. And my, I feel like little black children everywhere should not be exposed to that. My parents have it on vinyl. They were trying to support the cause. Which cause? Uh, their fellow starving patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong response. When I'm uncomfortable, I laugh. <laughs> no, seriously, they bought it to, to raise money. Okay. I mean, back then we weren't as woke, okay? We're still working saw, on it. You saw starving kids. You wanted to help. Back then, you didn't have this social media thing all the time flooded about, like, why Bob Geldof is this, that, and the other. You just wanted to help. But we do know it's Christmas time for anybody out there wondering. And this is our last episode of 2016. Whoop, 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 whoop. We made it. That sounded like a police siren. Too soon. Too soon, How especially too that soon? we're what? both going back to North America Stop. for the holidays. <laughs> I am actually looking forward to going home. Me too. So, seeing as this is our last episode of 2016, Hit me. Um, what's happened since our last episode? Tell me. Well, speaking of years, gained one. Oh, is- yes. I was at that party. Yeah, I had a birthday. I'm now older and, and wiser. It was good. I had a good time. Although I already feel like my body is falling apart like a day later. Do you think that was all the black label that was consumed? I don't know what you're talking about. Precisely. Didn't uh, I don't know. Like people started calling me madam the day after. I'm like, they know. I'm like D- how? No. I mean, maybe yeah, people called me that a bit before, but now I feel like it happens more, but I don't know if I'm just being paranoid. Probably a little bit of both. I also have an inconvenient truth that I haven't shared with you yet. Tell me. This is going to make me sound neurotic, but it's fine. I'm doing this for the culture. So, <laughs> I I was looking at photos of myself okay. from the day of my birthday. Me and a friend smiling at the camera, per usual. So, I know my people have a reputation for having big foreheads, but I... Your people being which people? Uh, the Ethiopians. Okay. Yeah. Or the Eritreans, the Hamishas, yep. whatever. And we have a reputation for having big foreheads, but I was always like, oh no, that's not me. Those are like those... Cousins. Over there. Those cousins. Yeah. Cousin Highlay. Yeah. Those guys. I don't have their problem. Mine is like perfectly proportional. I don't know what happened overnight. <laughs> Saw a photo of me on my birthday and it like grew an inch overnight. I'm like, what the hell happened? You know what happened? What Your the- edges were snatched on your birthday. I was so shocked. I'm like, this is not me. Who is staring at me in this photo? But I have two, I have two culprits, I think. So one. Coconut oil? No. For the once, it's not <laughs> coconut oil. One is braces that have actually legitimately changed my face shape. And then two, I lost so much weight this year. I think those two together, my face looks, it's bizarre. (laughs) Also, my mother was hiding behind my cheeks now that they're gone. The whole time. I see my mom. It's weird. I'm having a little bit of an identity crisis, only like a few weeks in to 29. And I don't care if people know my age. You just wait till you get to 30. Oh my gosh. The lead up to 30 is like everything starts to shift. My forehead grew overnight. How That's is, real African diaspora problems. How is that possible? Please, someone tell me. I can't look at myself the same way again. Juju on that beat. Is this what I get karma for like always thinking that those were other people's problems? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, 
That's my inconvenient truth, ladies and gentlemen. You can find her on the forehead on the internet. And I do realize now that everyone's now going to stare at my forehead. <laughs> I was planning on measuring. I hate you. Like before and after. This is unacceptable. How about you, girl? I have somehow ingested uh, a lucky charm of sorts. Oh, well, I didn't know where that was going. All right, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> tell you, never, me. you never know with me, do you? So... I feel like what the listeners should know <laughs> is that it's officially December. It's turn-up season. Oh, wow. This is not trap a man or a woman or a partner season. This is like everybody and their mother has come back from the diaspora. It's time to turn up. We do it collectively. Mm-hmm. I feel like this happens in every African country on the continent. Diaspora empties wherever they are, and they come home. And it started last Friday. And I was out with my wallet and my phone, enjoying the festive season. Mm-hmm. And let's just say my f- wallet was displaced from me. And I know Nairobi has a did reputation. You, did you put that in the police report? I didn't file a police report oh, because... God. Oh, all right. Plot twist. I got it back. No way. Nobody ever gets their wallets back in Nairobi. Not only did well, I Well, I think it, most people don't get their wallets back in a lot of places. Period. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like especially not at the club on a Friday of like summer body homecoming. Are you accusing Diaspora of being... I, yeah, I am. I'm accusing Diaspora <laughs> of all the problems. Oh, and everybody who lives here the rest of the year oh, is always like, oh, all of these people. There's so much more traffic now. Anyways. Oh, so you think it's bait. So you got caught up in it. What? Like more people means like yes. the folks are out ready to scam. Yeah. Christmas robberies have come early this year. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's climate change. If winter comes early, everything else is early too. <laughs> exactly. I learned that in school, <laughs> by the way. Direct correlation between Christmas robberies and climate change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I got my wallet back, which is a very That's nice That's incredible. That is a lucky I got charm. all of my cards back. Wow. And no thing, was anything charged on them? Nothing. Wow. The other point that the listeners should know is that I've also had three iPhones stolen and two of them returned. I remember... So now I'm on four items that have been taken from my personal possession. I've gotten three back. In 2016 or in general? 2016. See, maybe 2016 isn't so bad. Uh, It was a terrible year. Those were the only good things. And and a birthday. And And a seminal birthday. And the fact that uh, WhatsApp added GIFs. And the podcast launched. That actually changed my life. I no longer use words. I speak in body rolls. I love a good body roll. I also have proselytized the church of GIFs to all of my friends, and I've given everyone step-by-step instructions on how to find them and use them. I feel like I might need a little bit more on that. Oh, so good. So, you know what else I've like been really into? Well, I shouldn't say into, but has happened in my life recently. Tell me. What I'm calling internet family. Okay. And it's, I hope they listen to the podcast because they'll know exactly who they are. So it started out as this one woman, I think she's like early 20s, mm-hmm. maybe mid 20s, who, you know, when you just like know from like Nairobi around the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you look cool. You're kind of like nerdy and smart and probably into similar things that I'm into. So I'm going to follow you on Instagram. Presses follow. Okay. Follows me back. She then adds me to Facebook. I then add her back. Then her brother adds me to Facebook, add him back. Then adds me to Instagram, adds him back. So now I have this whole internet family that I haven't met. And normally I'd be really paranoid about people having such intimate access to my life. Uh Uh-huh. But I feel like I trust them. 
<laughs> and I also feel like if they listen to this podcast, I would really like an invitation to your family dinner. I think post-stocking experience, mm. I don't want people to have my information. Except like, but now, now I've kind of like adopted this family on the internet. But they wear glasses, so they must be cool. They both wear glasses, yeah. I had, I had a feeling. That's okay. usually how they get you. Non-threatening. And by they, I mean myself, because I also wear glasses. But everyone always thinks that I'm really smart. True. Or I was at a wedding not too long ago. A guy approached me was like, you seem really professional. I'm like, what <laughs> What about this moment? As you like twerk on the like the speaker? Uh-uh. I wasn't me. I was not twerking. Really? I was... I did not know. I wasn't. First of all, I don't really even know how to. Let's really be honest. And I don't 2017 really, goals. I don't have, you know, the requisite uh, accoutrement that you need <laughs> to actually... <laughs> did you just say accoutrement? I probably didn't say it correctly because I took Spanish growing up, not That French. is ass for all of our non-French yeah. speaking listeners. I don't have that. So even if I do twerk, it doesn't look natural. So I stick to what I know, the two-step and my like shoulder thing. And yeah, yeah. Being old and wiser now, mm. you know, you know your space. You know what works for you. And twerking does not twerk for me, if you will. Anyway, back to your internet family. Can we do a family internet family dinner? Yeah. But like we have to exchange messages first. Next and I'm year. waiting for them. I don't want to be pushy. Like, I'm waiting for the family invite. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, Can I tell yeah. you another thing that has been driving me up a wall? Yes. Aside from my overnight enlarged forehead? Yes. So, I have now figured out how to check one's Uber rating. <laughs> yes. And I am extremely disappointed that for as nice and courteous and polite as I am, my rating is only 4.57. So not that it's a competition between you and I. Oh, but it is. The last time I checked, it was definitely at a 4.7. How? And maybe that's how I got my wallet back because it was an Uber driver who returned it and I wasn't even in his Uber. First of all, that's creepy. You never explained that part to me. How does the wallet end up to an Uber driver that didn't end up taking you? He was driving the thieves home. Yeah, okay. And in the rearview mirror, he could see that these three thieves were going through my wallet. And so when he recognized that it wasn't oh. theirs, because there wasn't very much cash in it, there was just cards, mm -hmm. he said, hey, that's my clients. And then looked through the wallet, found my business cards, and called me. Yo. Do you want to hear the even crazier part of the story? Tell me. It gets another level. Uh-huh. Two days later, I'm at a work business meeting at Urban Eatery in Nairobi, and I call an Uber to go home. Guess who picks me up? The one who gave you back your stuff. Yes, except he never gave it to me. He dropped it off with the Ascaris, the guards, at the gate. So I never met this guy. I just had his number. Oh, wow. And then he automatically appeared. So we had a very long, wonderful conversation. That's and so I'm going to write him a really wonderful Uber reference. Can we get back to the fact that I only have 4.57, and that's driving me up a wall? Well, I mean, I'm happy it? for you. That's really great. But <laughs> <laughs> In the spirit of petty 2016. But how does this happen? I'm so confused. Do you understand? I try so hard to be nice. I try not to lose my patience. I try to be a good Samaritan. And I have people in my life who are monsters <laughs> on the phone. Yeah, I can't. Don't date an Uber monster or be friends with an Uber monster. I can't. So I try. This is disrespectful. And I'm like, this is what I get. For being nice. And this, I have like my dad's voice in my head, which is like, why is it not a five? Why is your, where is the other Why is your, where is your Uber grade not five? Where are the other five minus 4.57s? Let me do that real quick. 4.43. Where's the other 4.43? I'm like getting flashbacks to my childhood when an A minus wasn't enough. 
Mm. And this is not even an A minus. <laughs> this is like a B minus. And I don't do that. Okay, that girl. I, oh, I'm so frustrated. And I'm like, now I'm like being <laughs> even more nice and I'm like, I'm laying it on thick. Like caressing their shoulders. I was at 4.4 last week. I'm now at 4.57. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> just you wait. We'll just post it when you get to the five. Although that can't happen. I've already resigned myself to that. So dad, if you're listening, sorry, but an A 100% is not going to happen because the law of averages is just impossible. <sighs> Life is hard as you get older. I just feel, I just hear my Your dad's Uber voice. Your problems in my internet family. I hear my dad's voice. Like Simba. Why, <laughs> why is it not a five? I think most children of African parents have that. And I'm going to push that to like most children of immigrant parents have mm-hmm. that. Like that's an equal opportunity employer. Womp womp. Let's move into Africa rising to yes. brighter topics. Well, this is, wasn't really like the most depressing of topics to be fair. You're getting better. I am. I am. New year, new me. <laughs> so, I think it's your turn to Africa Rises, yes. Miss Lady. I love good news. So my... We've already established that. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> so, this week on Africa Rising, I want to shout out actually a personal friend and Woo! someone that I went to university with um, and who's recently moved back from Canada to Tanzania. His name is Fahad, and he just got half a million dollars to invest in cashew processing facilities for Tanzanian export. Um, oh, great. Yeah, and especially because Entrepreneur made the journey from Canada back to Tanzania, which is where he grew up. But as most of his experience, when you have lived abroad or in North America and Europe for a lot of your life, and then you come back to the continent, it's not always necessarily the easiest to start and do business effectively. And he's been able to not only kind of overcome a lot of the day-to-day hurdles, but he's able to now employ upwards of 2,500 people in Zanzibar, actually, to process huge Oh, amount. in Zanzibar? Yeah. Wow, okay. Process huge amount of cashews. So it's like employment, good business, good entrepreneurship. He's my homie. Yay. Yeah. Go, homie. So that's well my Africa Rising. And a very good example of everyday me and you's getting investment in great business ideas and opportunities. So shout out to you, Fahad. Well done, Fahad. You get a congrats from me. So it's my time, per usual, to discuss Africa still rising. And there was just so much good news this week that I couldn't pick one. Okay, I'll do two. And these are two that are, um, they're quite good. Two, that's your own horn. Namusa, I need you to get your cousins in South Africa. All of them. All of them. All the dubes. All the cousins. There is a pastor in South Africa who runs Mount Zion General Assembly, and he is known Which as... Which is a huge church, FYI. Um, oh, huge I, mass I'm, followings. I'm, I know. In it's, fact, I might have legit cousins that go to that church. Of course you do. No, I'm serious. I oh, know. Okay. Of course. Because that would just be how life would work mm. out. Uh, So he's also known as the Doom Pastor because he sprays his uh, congregation with Doom Mosquito Spray, which is a leading brand, and I'm not getting any promotional fees for saying that. Yet. (laughs) From our lips to Doom's marketing and PR's ears. And he sprays them in the face, (laughs) like at point blank range. To heal, not funny. To heal a variety of ailments from eye infections to cancer to HIV. 
And Doom themselves have released a statement saying, quote, we want to make very clear that it is unsafe to spray Doom or any aerosol into people's faces, end quote. And they've actually tried to contact the pastor in order to get him to stop. But my goodness, there's actually a really funny, have you seen the YouTube video of this kid in South Africa who says he's going to spray everybody with Doom if they like get in his way of personal joy? No, but I love that kid. Yeah, okay. it's cute. You know, guys, it has came to this point in my life where negative people I'm going to cut out. So if you are going to be the negative person in my life, exhale, doom you. If you are going to be that person that's going to throw shade on my profile, I will doom you. If I sense negative, doom. Think that you're going to be negative, doom. If you look negative, doom. No time for negativity this season. You gotta get with the program. It's all about the positivity. So if you're gonna be negative, exile Junio. I'm not playing games no more. He's great. I like it. Actually, you know what? Why not? Just get some pocket doom. And when business when, opportunity. And when you come across enemies of progress, yes. Do not block my blessings. That is a uh, still rising numero uno. <laughs> still rising numero dos. Ah, oh. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Yeah, this is actually, it's kind of sad because there's a lot of like geopolitical things at the back of this. But you can imagine my face when I read this headline. I need you to get your Libyan cousins as well. Also have them. As we all do. Don't attend the same church, I think, though. Probably not. Different mosque. Different, yeah. A monkey set off tribal clashes in the southern part of Libya. And I remember reading this like, how sweet? How does that happen? How? <laughs> what? How? So there are two tribes, apparently, Alawad, Suleiman, and Gaddafa. And these are actually some of the most powerful and armed tribes in that region. And a monkey that belonged to a shopkeeper from the Gaddafa tribe pulled the headscarf of a young girl, bit and scratched her, and the men from the rival tribe, Alawad, Suleiman, retaliated by killing three Gaddafa tribes' folk and the monkey also I did not like did not make it alive this, out of this there's pieces of this that are very aladdin-esque because <laughs> there's a monkey involved no and then he does all that mischief oh my god <laughs> too soon not politically uh, correct not at all okay but this is actually why it's sad so there are actually up to 20 people killed and 50 people wounded that's terrible in this attack and i'm just thinking this is how you know 2016 has jumped the shark. Yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is when I knew. Yeah, move let's apart. just yeah. let's just cancel it and move cancel on. 2016. Move on to yeah. the next year. And the reason why, as I was mentioning, there's the geopolitical stuff behind it is as a result of Gaddafi being deposed. There's a power yeah, vacuum, and sure. there's a lot going on. So it is not to make light of the fact that Libya is definitely going through it right now. But the headline itself is really just proof positive that this year is unlike any other we've experienced. And it's that's, the ultimate fuckboy. And this is Africa still rising. So now we're moving into one of my favorite segments of the podcast. Tell me. Dun, 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 dun. Unfortunate holiday stories. <laughs> you, oh, I know, so are going good. to put the team on your back for this one. What is your unfortunate holiday story? Who's the team? The two of us. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I thought we meant the team, like... <laughs> 
uh, our listeners uh-huh, and us. Uh, and your internet and your, family? Yeah, my internet family. Uh-huh, uh, going okay. to Christmas. You're mm-hmm. getting an invite too. They don't even know Ugali mm. and Sukuma. Wow. 2017. I'm really happy to know that you think as highly of me as yes. I do of you. So, <laughs> my all-time unfortunate holiday story. Mm-hmm. Mm, let's flash back to like maybe five-year-old Namusa. <laughs> oh, this is already good. And five-year-old Namusa, what people should know, looks exactly the way I look now. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Okay. Except much shorter and much thinner. Okay. I was a like very petite child, which is interesting in and of itself. Okay. But I had the same haircut, but with like a little bit curlier fro. Like, you know mm-hmm. when I like let it go? I don't see Joelle, my barber, for like two months. That kind of moose haircut. All right. So like mini fro. Super mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Really like in charge. I was going to say large and in charge, but I wasn't large. So just in charge, in charge. of like five-year-old Namusa life. And our family's really close, our immediate family and our extended family. Uh, and we always have the tradition of going to our aunt's house and then literally like 40 people deep mm-hmm. get together and do Christmas. Mm. What is also important to this story is I am in the middle in terms of age for all my cousins. Uh-huh. Most of my older cousins tend to be boys. There's maybe one or two that are girls. Okay. That's important. You need to remember this for where this story's going. Okay. So, in charge Nusa, ready, goes to the bathroom to wash her hands, realizes I had to pee because we were just about to eat, and in my parents' household, the toilet seat was always down, because Abby, three women, one man. Oh, boy. Yeah. Why do I think I should I also say, I was, it was a really big deal to wear, like, fancy dresses on Christmas. Like, that was also part of this whole, like, performance. Oh. And there was, like, singing and, like... All of the Christmas festivities you can think of, we were about. Like, we were just that family. Are that family. So I go to the bathroom, wash my hands. I was like, actually, I have to pee. Five-year-old Namusa sits down. I literally got stuck in the toilet like this. For those who can't see, she is sitting. I I don't even know how to describe this. Like a T-Rex. Your arms are (laughs) On your back. uh, Oh... Oh, and you're probably like a frilly dress too. I was. No, I'm sorry. And I was stuck for 15 minutes because nobody could hear me screaming. <laughs> oh, no. Do you know I'm how traumatic sorry. that is as a five-year-old? I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, I, mm, I can imagine. So this is why I have a personal vendetta against men of any age grouping who do not put the toilet seat down because little girls like me get stuck and then it's traumatic forever. This is what I think about every Christmas. Have you seen the meme that it's a guy and he's like, you know, they always ask us to put the toilet seat down, but do they ever leave it up for us? And he's like, it's 2016, man. Know your worth. I would slap that man (laughs) and feel no ways about it. In the throat. Twice. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't even know what to say. I'm so sorry. I would love for listeners to write in and tell us their unfortunate holiday stories. (laughs) Because this is probably not the worst from what I've heard. Wow. What about you? Do you have any unfortunate holiday stories? I don't. I really don't. I tried thinking about this. Maybe that's good. So for us, Thanksgiving is more of a family thing than Christmas is. Why, out of curiosity? I don't know. But we have more of a tradition around Thanksgiving Mm. than we do around Christmas. In spite of the fact that we technically, we have two Christmases. We have like the Western gentrified version. and then With a white guy named Santa. Yeah. And then we have... I'm going to say something, but if you are around children who are under the age of 13, please stop listening or turn this (laughs) off right now. 13? I believed 
in Santa until I was Stop 13. It. I swear to God. Namusa. I swear to God I believed in Santa until I was 13. Why? And I remember the moment that my like life was ruined. Oh no. Because then you have to go like, if you don't believe in Santa, then what about the Easter Bunny? And then the Tooth Fairy. And it's a slippery. All of it. It's a slippery slope. Really? I don't. Hmm. I was the last person in my class who believed in Santa. How did they keep it from you for so long? As we've talked about, I was a very like stubborn child. And I was like, these like sad kids just don't know. They don't know what's up. They don't know what's up. Nobody needs to block my blessings. Santa shows up every 25th evening into the 26th. Still getting presents. Still having like, family joy. We don't have the same problems. No, we don't. Still putting out cookies <laughs> and not carrots for the reindeers because I was allergic as a don't child. Don't you mean carrots? Carrots. Another story for another day. Episode one, y'all. Yes. <laughs> so I was just, yeah, I believed in Santa until I was 13. I don't recall when that bubble was burst for me. It was but traumatic. I, but I think I was seven or eight. Oh, so in grade three. <laughs> yeah, I had a little so bit of... good mm, five years younger than... When my life was ruined. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really have much time to get attached to that whole myth. We had a few years, and I think my parents were like, uh, this is our paycheck, so we're not going to let this fake Somebody person else take. take credit. Although, Easter Bunny was never a thing. I mean, we like dyed eggs in school. Saying Holy Communion. But Easter Bunny was... I think that was more understood, that like a rabbit couldn't talk and give you chocolate. He didn't need to talk, he just brings chocolate. Yeah. Anyway. Mary Picknell's house used to have the biggest Easter egg hunt. It was a thing. Until you were how old did Easter Bunny go for? Probably until I was 13 too. All of these things died at the same time. <gasps> on the same day. Yes, that was a rough year. In the same place. Is that compared to 2016? And then my mom made me promise that I wouldn't tell my sister. What was the first thing I did? You told your sister. Obvi. You? Why? You couldn't let her have that? I couldn't. I was like, so oh, crushed. My life is going to be ruined. I was I'm so crushed. bringing you down with me. Wow, we had totally different childhoods. Mm -hmm. I think they gave me a few years and they're like, all right, <laughs> time for the real world. Yeah, I'm thinking about like other African families and what kind of mythical creatures were a thing. Because like juju can be a real thing for a lot of people. Yeah, but I wonder if like the North American, European... Yeah, I think it's called Satan. But we didn't worship the devil. No, it wasn't so much about worshiping, but I mean like things to be afraid of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Like Halloween's a no-fuck zone. <laughs> nah, we're not doing that. No, I did Halloween. We did too, but I mean like a lot of other African families were like, no, no. no. this is the devil's Halloween. No, no, yeah, literally. And that was you actually were going a very immigrant, like... a very immigrant thing for like all of us growing up. It yeah. wasn't just the Africans. It was anyone who had not... You go to church <laughs> and you pray Satan away. Anyone who was naturalized was like, oh no, we're not playing these games. Which, can you blame them though? No, I can't. 2016 has now happened. Maybe if we spent less time on Halloween and more time on prayers. Stop. I mean, I still want candy though. Me too. Also, I mean, let's be real. Halloween is the excuse for people to like dress up as like sexy baby skin and <laughs> get away with it. Because normally I would fight that. But what did I get dressed up as this year? The exact thing that you're talking about. So really. No, you weren't dressed as sexy baby skin. I mean, it was like Little Red Riding Hood. It was close, but not the same. <laughs> or do you have another costume that we haven't talked about? Is there something you want to share? Stop. With the audience? <laughs> Tell us about your unfortunate holiday stories. I don't have one. I think maybe the fact that we ran out of panettone, like, <laughs> earlier than we were supposed to. <laughs> Please tell the listeners what panettone is. Pan that was our thing too. Isn't it? Okay, I thought this was a purely like Ethiopian or Russian thing. No, 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 no. Because panettone is, is woo! Like you could have a Christmas tree of panettone. <laughs> That's how much panettone is in the house and the holiday season. Maybe panettone is actually African. 
Maybe. So panettone, for those who don't know, I don't know how you would not... Like, this is, like, massive... It's bread of gods. Bread, and there's, like, raisins? Yes. And other spices <laughs> and things? And it's in a box that looks like a trapezoid. It's a trapezoidal <laughs> and it, figure. And it has a handle. And there's a string on the top. Yeah, so like a ribbon easy, handle. It's easy to take to your aunt's house, which is inevitably where the panettone goes. Yeah. And then you get to take panettone back. Yeah. Because everybody's re-gifting their panettones. No, because everybody has panettone. So, like I said, you could make a Christmas tree with a pan... Actually, why don't we... Oh, my God. I just had an idea. <laughs> Who needs a real Christmas tree? Just make a Christmas tree out of panettone boxes. I don't know if you can get those in Kenya. Oh, yes, you can. Where? Italian Actually, bakery. Maybe. Village Market, I feel like, would be about that life. They would. Okay. So, to be fair, I had a work meeting at a rather snazzy hotel, and I won't say their names because, you know, they haven't paid us, but they also had stacks of panettone, racks on racks on racks of panettone. That sounds like heaven. I know. I was so tempted to buy one, and then I was like, don't do that. You don't need this. You're going to get it for home for free. Like, why? <laughs> why are you paying import prices when you're about to get some when you go home? Relax. So, I'm being patient. So, yeah, that's actually my holiday nightmares panettone running out before i've had a chance to eat it or people getting like three slices of panettone when they know they're in the front of the line i'm like that's just cousin highlight coming back again that's just rude worse like don't you see me in the back like i haven't gotten there yet like the cake is almost gone it's not like there's not 400 of them though no i know but it's scarcity mentality Mm. you're just like Mm. no i can't this is not happening so that's my holiday nightmare i know it's not quite the same as getting stuck in a toilet at the age of five but it almost i get the panettone thing though it comes close it comes close Now, actually, I want to hear from listeners about your holiday traditions. And the more traumatic, the better. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. I'm okay with the not trauma, but I think Namusa needs to have a tribe here. So <laughs> feel free to please share your stories. Oh, dear. Africana at gmail.com. Send them out. We will listen and read and play. <laughs> Let's move into... <laughs> Takeaways from 2016. Top five. Maybe we should give a little precursor of what are broader emotions for as we round out this year. I mean, the fact that I just like made that sound should tell you everything that Mm -hmm. needs to be said about 2016. If 2016 were a word, what word would it be? Trump. Oh. (sighs) Pain. Fuckboys? That's your go-to. <laughs> My favorite word, 2016. I know. I know. Um, growth. Syria. Oh, God. Oh. Well, we could go down a geopolitical rabbit hole for sure. Um, shifting. Early onset adult chin hairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Something tells me this is a story. Namusa, do you want to expound? <laughs> Effectively, there's something that happens in your 30s, which you can also look forward to, is that I feel like your hormones change and you start to get chin hairs in places that you didn't expect to get them. Like you didn't expect to get them in certain parts of your chin or you didn't expect to get them on your chin at all? The latter. Or you were like, no, 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 no. I fully expect the chin hair to come in the left quadrant, but it came out in the right quadrant and now, now it's getting real. No, I didn't have any chin hairs at all. Okay. And now, Less good genetics. And now I have like two. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So what do you do? You just let them hang out? So I have a whole theory around this. Of course I do. Of course. Like theory. It's you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I call friends, or you can determine how close you are with somebody, 
And I call that process chin hair friends. That is so true. So if you know somebody well enough to tell them that their chin hair is sticking out, aka <gasps> they have like early onset adult chin hairs, that means you're good friends. That's the litmus test for friendship. I think there's a similar litmus test to when you feel comfortable telling your friend that you now have gray hair in places you didn't expect. What about like the weave hanging off test? Weave hanging off test. Yes, that's like key. If you're, but it's also like food in your teeth too. Because I'd be surprised how many of the people I consider good friends don't say when there's food in your teeth. Yeah, but I would tell somebody they had food in their teeth before I told them they had a chin hair growing up. That's true, but a lot of people. A other but a lot of people don't even make it to the lipstick on your teeth <laughs> slash food in your teeth <laughs> test. Yeah, we can be better in 2017. Yeah, guys, if you see someone with food in their teeth, just let them know. It's not embarrassing. Just or chin hairs if you think you're close and you're going to be close for a while. Right, but play that carefully. I mean, personally, do you have you named them? I would name That's them. That's disgusting. Why? No, because I'm getting rid of them at like every possible opportunity. Like how? You like laser them off or something? Well, that's step two. How do you, yeah, how do you deal with that? Well, I only have two, so I pluck them. Okay. But like, I'm going to have to deal with the situation. But isn't plucking going to make it worse? Until I laser. Two. Isn't that a little for a whole laser to do? I mean, I don't know how this works, but. I, I don't think people, I just don't feel like people. For the rest of my life. I also just Thinking don't, about these two chain hairs. I also just don't think that people laser for two follicles. I'm not above it. <laughs> Does Canada cover that health insurance wise? Because yeah, then I'm shoot, about to find out. Then laser off as oh, much as you want. We're about to find out. In laser back. off as much as you want, girl. That's what I did with my hair. <laughs> Stop. Too soon. Okay, wow. back to one word. That you're in it. review. Yeah, you already said. Hmm. I've already said pain. Honestly, like pain is just like the biggest word for me for 2016. Oh, crying, tears. Is that a one too? Yeah. Stress. Now I'm giving you all the words. <laughs> Didn't have them now. Self care in there. Yes, toward the end, which is yep. why, why I'm now vibrant. Why you're on the come up? When you could have talked to me in April, and I'd be like, get away from me. No, but actually, <laughs> no, but actually, yeah, that's true. Ooh, 2016 was rough, yo. I would also add Mediterranean in there. So many people that died oh, crossing, and especially you're like coming through with like the current events, which I'm trying but to forget. I feel like the Mediterranean and people crossing the Mediterranean has been going on for a long time. South Sudan. Not Mediterranean, uh, but also internal displacement. Why is it always a race to the bottom? Why do we have to talk about the negative things? You started this! I turned 30 in 2016. Yeah, let's switch to positive, please. In a castle in France. Life is hard. Had a wonderful time. Yeah, you did. That's probably the best thing that has happened this year. Really? Yeah. Best thing that's happened to me this year. Wow. Why can't I think of a good, solid answer? Okay, one is that I really deepen friendships with a lot of different people. I've never been as excited to enter into a new year as a result of the people that I am very, very close to at this moment. I just have a lot of hope for the year ahead in terms of my family and my community and the people that are around me. And I think I've been very, very lucky in that regard. Another good thing that happened to me would be this podcast. That's so kind. Girl. I hate you. <laughs> In the same breath. Yeah. So I think it was definitely something that I needed and I didn't quite know that I needed. So I'm really happy that we've done it. And you, I think, alluded to the fact earlier that you have a similar problem, but I'm a serial starter. Mm -hmm. So the fact that something that I thought of and helps with is out there is 
at times very scary and random and weird, especially when people recognize you in the street. And they're like, no, you have to dance in the middle because I listen to your podcast. I'm like, well, that's emotional blackmail, but that's also really cool. Thank you. <laughs> we'll sit and comment next week. Uh, yeah, exactly. Now, don't forget to like and rate us. So that's number two. Uh, three would be I saw my family, family vacation this year, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. So th- those would be my top three. Basically. Can I move into the way pettier because, you know, we want to round out 2016, which was I was being petty. like sincere and emotional. No, I knew you were. And, and I now really you're about that. to be petty. Okay. Well, you're about to be petty. I am? Yes. Oh, okay. Tell me about so. this so-called thing called Diaspora Tinder. Oh! I am so excited to hear this story. Let me just say, options in the holiday season. Woo! Hello. Hey, boo. Really? Well, Karibu home. <laughs> it's like, you need a tour guide. You know, there's a there's a Domino's now. Let me show you. And a Cold Stone. And a Cold Stone. And they're next to each other. And a Burger King if you really want to make the trip out to... That's how you know it's real. Karen. Yeah, you come all the way to Kennedy, Burger King. Have it your way. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but tell That was us- good, even for me. No, <laughs> actually, so... Tell us more, like, are there CEOs at Self Incorporated? No! No, there are, they actually aren't. Well, there are, though. There's, like, diamond earrings. Import-export? Oh, always. Speaking a weird American accent? Not even that, but it's, like, you know, like, they also have those poses. Ooh, the, and the, the, the hand clasped Yeah, the together. hand clasped together, so you know they're 100% going to waste your time. Yes. So those are the ones you have to watch out for, but other than that, it's arms been, crossed. Oh, yeah. Leaning in. 100%. About to waste your time. About to waste your time. Yeah. But that's been interesting. I was, like, all of a sudden, I'm just like, whoa, hello. There's also holiday Tinder. What's holiday Tinder? It's like when people that are not necessarily diaspora but are also in Kenya. Tourism-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So between diaspora Tinder, which is... And holiday Tinder. Opening doors. Yes. And holiday Tinder, the options are quite robust compared to the usual. You're going to have to report back in 2017. There's also somebody who talked... um, I was at... It was actually on day two of my birthday shenanigans. There were three days total for those keeping count. This guy who came up to me was like, oh, where are you from? Like, oh, I'm from the U.S. I don't really talk like that in the club, but... Just, <laughs> of course you do. It's just for that's the purposes the club of this retelling. And he's like, oh, me too. I'm like, oh, great. That's so nice. He's like, yeah, my family's originally from Kenya. He's like, mm-hmm, I'm sure. He's like, so I'm just here visiting. I'm like, mm-hmm, tell me more. <laughs> There's a did lot. Did you ask him how many acres he owned? No, uh, I did not. But I should have. Damn it. That was a missed opportunity. I dropped the ball on that. But I will in the future. That's like the first question. It's not even like, what's your name? How many acres? Mm. And if it's not a suitable number, that's it. Or if those acres are not in prime territory, tell them, boy, bye. Middle fingers up. I think it about you. I, that's how I feel about 2016. I ain't sorry about anything that's I know, happened. I know. Well, well that's not true. No, we're sorry about everything that's yeah, happened. Yeah, we're sorry about everything that's happened. But we are but not sorry to, yes. to see it go bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye, as we last so eloquently sang. Oh, speaking of Tinder, can I tell you? There are people scamming like six months in advance. Tell me more. I don't know these things. I know because you're like trying to not do this, but just do this. So. No, 2017. I'm going to be out in these streets. Oh, girl. Stay tuned to the next episode. We'll yeah. talk about all about our 2017 plans. No, this guy, because you can set your location <coughs> technically anywhere on Tinder. Okay. And so this person has set his location to Kenya. And in his bio, he says, I'll be in Kenya in June 2017. I love a good planner, though. And I'm like, it is six months in advance. I don't know whether to admire that or think that's like, bro, like, how about you make the 2017 first? 2016 is not over yet. Don't block his blessings. Clearly, he doesn't need help. 
Did you swipe right? No. No. It wasn't my type. It wasn't so much about the scamming in advance. On the one hand, like, the OCD person in me kind of admires a planner. But on the other hand, I was like, oh, really? Six (laughs) months? Like, it's not even next year yet. Like, wait till Jan 1st, you know? Like, you're still 2,193 miles away. (laughs) True. Anyway, those are my stories. Well. Is it time for the Africana proverb of the week, 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 week? It is. Tell me. This is short and sweet, and it's from one of our very dearest internet cousins that we admire. This particular shout out is to our internet cousin, Evelyn of the Internet. Yay! I had a feeling this is where it was going. Who, if you don't know, stop it, everything what you're doing. Including listening to us. You can press pause. We won't be offended. Yeah. But you need to block off like three and a half hours of your life. Get to a computer. Get to your phone. Get on YouTube. And just type in Evelyn of the Internet. And you can thank us later. Evelyn, we'd love to have you on the show, and we know you're trying to make your Kenya homecoming, so... Call us. Girl, call us. Or email us. Or find us in your DMs. Call us, beep us, when you want to reach us. We were the original people that let Beyonce know that you were on the glow up. We were. You were. We were. Yeah, we were. We were. (laughs) Anyways, so Evelyn of the Internet has this whole video, which I feel like is the best summation of so many things, but especially of 2016... Mm-hmm. And it's really short and sweet. Ready for it? Tell me. Nuck. <laughs> Stop. If you buck. I like just gonna, I'm just going to leave the listeners with that. Nuck if you buck. That's all you need to know. Woo! Anyone who ever made it out of a college party alive when that song came on, you're the real MVP. Effectively, Nuck if you buck is the Hunger Games for black people. Oh my God. And that's how we're wrapping out 2016. Yeah, we're going to Nuck if you buck. All the way into 2017. Although I don't want to challenge 2016 to bucking because I feel like it will, It'll buck it will back. buck back. <laughs> it is it bucking will back. Buck back. It's been bucking so back the whole year. Just keep knocking a little less bucking. Me, I'm not going to tempt 2016 into any more foolery for the next two weeks. But yes, knock if you buck, guys, but knock gently. No, there's no another knock one. hard, buck gently 2016. I bet you didn't realize it science. Was, I bet science. you didn't realize it was gonna get this deep when you I chose this. No, no, no. This, when you but chose I this proverb, that is like the gem about Africana proverbs of the week. Week, week. Like my arms. Um, is that there's so many levels of these levels. All right, y'all. So, how did listeners find us last time, 2016? I don't have it. <laughs> it's not in here. Don't find us. <laughs> it's been real, guys. Bye. <laughs>